hello, and welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I'm your host, Olivia B. Shepard, your life empowerment mentor. Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast, where I am dedicated to the empowerment of women and discussing real issues that affect us all. This podcast presents the best content on mental health, self-development, self-care, and not to mention real talk. So let's jump right into today's episode. Of course, this week, again, I have a new interviewer. I am loving hearing these empowering and inspiring stories by the different women that I interview. And so I know that you all haven't heard from me on a podcast by myself for a while, but that's okay. We still get to enjoy all these lovely women. Like my new lady today, I, now this story and her story was just so inspiring to me. And I, and I really wanted to talk to her and I really wanted to interview her because I thought that her story could inspire you all. Her name is Krista Jenick, okay? She is a writer and a PR professional. She guides business owners and experts to uncover and share their untold stories so that they can truly connect with their customers. Today, she's going to share her own personal and professional journey from being a scared kid to a networker, a business owner, and a skier who happens to be blind. Yes, y'all heard me correctly. She is blind. And when I met her, and I just happened to meet her by chance because I was actually looking um, in a group. We both were in a group, and I was just looking for some podcasts, you know, interview some, some women to interview. And, and she contacted me, you know, and we heard just like we're, we're talking over, you know, Facebook or whatever. And she eventually mentioned to me that she was blind and that she was a skier. And that, you know, I was like, well, wait, what? You know, and I was so, so, so shocked by that because not only is she a skier, which of course, any of y'all who know me know I can't ski, don't even want to ski, don't even want to be around that much snow, but she's blind, okay? And that was so shocking to me. But once the shock wore off and after we kind of, you know, continued to talk, I no longer was, you know, amazed by her story, you know, because I'm like, okay, now she's just a regular person. And we get into that, <laughs> um, you know, when we and her are on the phone, we're just like, you know, kind of like two friends talking, but I really wanted to hear her story and share her story, how she comes from networking and being a writer, you know, and I wanted to hear her perspective from a blind person's point of view. So without further ado, Let's welcome Miss Krista. All right, audience. All right. So now to our guest, Miss Krista Jenick. I had been talking about her for a little bit in my Facebook group. So if you're in my Facebook group, you all have heard me talk about this exciting lady that I'm going to be interviewing today. So Krista, without further ado, explain to the audience who you are. Why are you sharing your story? So I'm a writer and a PR professional. And for years, I've been sharing other people's stories. Okay. Now, with you, so, when you go ahead. So when you say you're sharing other people's stories, what do you do? Are you, what's your profession? Explain to them your business, per se. Yes. So I'm a writer. And so help people to uncover their untold stories. So that way they can get their businesses noticed. And the irony of that is that for years, I've been sharing their stories and not sharing my own story. 
and, and that's and that and you're right that is the irony of that so once they get their sales together are they interested in hearing your story at all yes and people have told me that my story inspires them but a lot of times when you think about sharing your own story oh you know people i know other people who've done the same stuff oh i know people oh i it's not really that exciting <laughs> well you i know. think your story is exciting so you know Thank go you. ahead and jump into your story tell the audience you know your story of you know from your perspective as being a blind woman tell them your story and what empowers you to want to now share your story so i worked with some great folks over at a networking group called Women's Prosperity Network. And what they did, they did an exercise, a turning points exercise. And I realized that I actually do have turning points in my life where I've faced fears and overcome challenges. And I realized I could tell my story kind of as a, a little bit of a condensed life story of, of these facing the fears and overcoming challenges and start on my personal and professional journey from being a scared kid to becoming a networker, a business owner, and a recreational skier who happens to be blind. And so that puts a whole different spin on the story where I can tell, where I can share some of my fears and challenges and things like that that, I, that I've overcome from a, a perspective of empowerment. And see, with the fact that, and that's what empowers me because, and that's, and this is why I wanted to interview you because there are so many of us who face challenges and fears ourselves, but none of us are blind, you know, and that, and I love that story and I love their confidence. And I think we talked a little bit before you said, well, you know, I think you asked me how was I able to share my story, which we'll get into later. Yeah. But I like the fact that you're now trying to blossom and say, hey, you know what? I can share the story. You know, you all need to hear my story from my perspective. And going into that, tell the people who you serve and then are people receptive to your services and your business after they find out, find out that you're blind? How does that make you feel? So I serve different audiences. I love working in the technology space. I'm really passionate about technology because that's what's opened the doors for so many people with disabilities. Yeah. And I also love finding out how things work, figuring things out. And so the technology space, I like to, to work in, in the healthcare space as well because I love to market services that, that truly make a difference for other people. And I've worked in a, a variety of different I, interestingly enough, I actually work with an interior designer now, and I never would have expected in a million years oh, amazing. that she would right, yeah, that she would have picked me out of all the people she could have picked. She might have now, picked an artist, somebody more visually exactly. oriented. But what she said to me was that my approach of asking the deeper questions and getting her to describe the meaning of what she sees and the meaning of her designs. That is really important to her. She likes the way that I paint a picture with words. Oh, man, see, that's awesome. Now, I like that. I really do. I really paint. You're painting a picture from a blind person's perspective. And that, to me, that would be the best type of picture. You understand? Like, you can come up with the words that you're, you're imagining without seeing anything. And I like that a lot. I love that. It's more the senses that we share in common. And the aesthetics, of course, is about color, but it's also about the way you use a space, 
the function, all of these other elements go into it. And so I can take her words and how she describes the color. I don't have to see it. I just have to understand how to, how to put it into to language. So it's almost having like the superpower. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. Okay. Well, no, no superpower involved. No, no I'm not much, not more, <laughs> not like a superpower, a, sense, a different sense, you know, like that, an extra sense. Like I no, have, no, no, no extra, no different. It's, seriously? It's, yep. It's just looking at it a little bit differently. It's okay. uh, thinking about, so like I said, the space, the function, the feeling of a space. Okay. And she's also looking at these things too. Exactly. I'm just bringing that out of her. Okay. Okay. And, and sometimes that can be challenging where, blind, where people seem to think somehow that blind people are so different and we're either, we have an extra or we have a super. Exactly. And we're really all the same. We're using the same senses. You can learn to do it. If you became blind today, you know, you would be, you would be doing many of the same things I'm doing. Now, let me ask you this. Tell the audience, because I know, I think we didn't even get into this at the beginning, but were you born blind? Yes. Okay. So there were, so you had to deal with those challenges as a kid and now as an adult, now in your, in your life as a, maybe a kid and a teenager, what made you scared? Like, you know, what was like the hardest challenge for you growing up to blossom to where you are today? So I was scared of a lot of things. One fear that I share with people is that I faced was I was afraid to walk around my block by myself. Oh. And I was like 13 and I had all these ridiculous fears. Oh, what if somebody comes to kidnap me? What if the cars, what if the drivers aren't paying attention and they don't see me and they run me over? What if, you know, <laughs> all, all, these, all these fears, even though oh, I lived oh. on a nice suburban block and it was really a, a safe neighborhood. And it's like, and what I realized was that I had to take steps to, to face it. So I learned my way around walking with an instructor and I got lots of encouragement and support from her and from friends and family. And I realized that this was something that I was going to have to, to face. And I still remember the day that she had me do it. She had her car and she drove up to where I was and then she got in her car and she drove away so oh. that I had to get home uh -oh. because she knew that I could do it and I knew that I could do it. But at the same time, I was scared. Oh. So I started having this panic attack. I started breathing fast and I could feel the heat, that adrenaline going through your veins. Exactly. Exactly. My, yeah. And so I started running. And the great thing about it was, even though it was a horrible experience, the triumph when I got back home and I was drained, but I was also glad that I had done it. And I, I knew that every time I did it, it would get easier. Exactly. Exactly. That would be the worst of it. So once you got through that, you, you conquered that, as you got older and you became, you know, a teenager. Now tell me what made you want to get into this particular business that you're in as a writer and helping others. How did you get into that business? You know, did you say to yourself, you know, was it a challenge for you? You know, like, hey, is anybody going to be receptive to my services because I'm a blind woman? How did you get into your business and helping people? And how, how do you like actually introduce yourself like when you're talking to you know just like how you introduce yourself to me but 
I'm not actually working with you, but when you're trying to find your clients, how do you go about that? So sometimes now that I have this story to tell, I'll talk about my blindness. In general, when I walk into a room, unfortunately, people see it and that's the first thing they see and I sure as heck wish it wasn't. And, but as far as how did I become a writer, I, or why did I, I, I've always had a story in my head ever since I was a little kid. Awesome. And so I knew that I wanted to do something with writing and I've always known that I wanted to help people. And that's really, I think what a lot of us want. We just want to use our, our talents. Exactly. And enjoy our work and also be helping people. So that's what I wanted to do as a writer. Now, do you ever find people are condescending to you as a result of your condition? Well, when I was a kid, uh, of course, sometimes people would call names or say silly things or, you know, that kind of thing. Adults are more subtle about it. Yeah. And so sometimes what sounds like a compliment actually really isn't when you really look underneath. It's not even necessarily condescending. It might not be intentional. Actually, they may think they're saying something great, but it speaks of their lack of understanding exactly. and their lack of feeling that they're like me, that we're not so far different. So I'll give you an example. I went to a networking event one time and I just said, you know, hi, I'm Krista Janik. You know, they told me what they did and I told them, that I'm a PR professional and a writer and that I get businesses noticed. And all of a sudden the woman just goes, that's amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, and I'm, I'm just trying to still smile. And I'm just thinking, you wouldn't say it that way if I were cited. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And it's, the bottom line is that unfortunately, even though technology is a wonderful thing, people don't realize how powerful it is and people think somehow that blind people are just helpless oh we can't type oh we can't cook oh we can't clean oh we can't do whatever we can't learn to do things because we can't see because they can't imagine because people have told me this that sometimes they can't imagine what it would be like to close their eyes and do these things so because so because they can't imagine how it can be done they don't think it's possible because they can't see beyond their world. So what I've learned with the skiing is that I didn't think skiing was possible for blind people either. Now, and I'm glad you went into that because um, like I explained to you all, and this is why I really, really, really wanted to talk with her. Like I explained to you all in my group, in my Facebook group, because I talk a lot about confidence and fears and anxiety because I deal with, um, I mentor a lot of people, a lot of women with depression and anxiety and mental health issues. And a lot of them are just, they're just like scared to start a blog, you know, or they're scared to speak in public. So as I explained to you all, Krista is a, uh, you're not a professional skier, but you do it no. for your leisure time. No, I'm just a beginner recreational skier. There okay, are so blind skiers way better than me. Okay. The only difference is I'm talking about it. <laughs> I, first off, can't even walk on skis, never tried to ski. I don't even care if you blind or sighted. My nerves would be totally bad. So tell people about the fact how this ski, how skiing helps you and tell everybody what you like about it and how you got started. So I didn't think it was possible. I fantasized about it as a kid. I thought how how much fun it would be to kind of feel free and go down that hill and just have a blast. And 
not only did I not think it was possible for blind people, I didn't think it was possible in particular for me. I didn't have the confidence like, oh, I don't have good balance. I'm not good at, at physical stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's not me. That's not Krista. And what I learned was that when you think something's impossible, go out there and find somebody who's already done it. And exactly. that's the first step for actually getting it done because there was, there was a whole group of people who ski blind. And my martial arts instructor actually told me about the ski program and I called them up and I asked a billion questions. I did my research. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my God, what if I get hurt? What, you know, do people get hurt a lot? Is this a really bad thing? Is it, you know, oh my God. And, you know, they said, well, as a beginner, especially we're trained and, and you'll come home in one piece. And they really encouraged me because I, I was like, what if I get up there and I can't do it? What if I can't face my fear? What if I don't like it? Exactly. And they said, you know what? You can come up and you can just get out there on the snow and go as far as you want to go. And whatever happens, it's fine. You can have a good time. And so now is there the instructors, are there other women and men out there with you also that are blind as well? Yes, it's a whole program. So the one that I went to is part of Vermont Adaptive Ski and Sports. Okay. United States Association of Blind Athletes. They put on a weekend every February for blind people. So if anybody is curious, you can see lots of videos and photos if you go to Vermont Adaptive Ski and Sports on Facebook. And you can see lots of examples of really amazing folks who are way better than me out and there. I mean, but that's amazing. I'm super, I'm not that, I'm like, I wasn't, when you told me about the fact that you were blind, because when, when we were kind of conversating back and forth on the messenger, and then you, like, we literally got into the conversation, then you just happened to mention you were blind. I'm like, oh, okay, for real? Okay, whatever. Well, the skiing to me, unlike that lady who's like, for real? No, I'm literally like, for <laughs> real. Because I don't care if you're blind or not, I'm skiing, and that's just not a thing, you know, for right. me and my world and I'm like okay she can do this thing where her you know and she's blind here it is I can see and I still wouldn't get up there like I just would not do it now I'm tempted to try it I'm just really terrified of snow like, <laughs> like that's a lot of snow I don't know I'm, I'm from the south I, I don't we, we haven't seen that much snow before so I probably would just have a, a, a panic attack and just like collapse literally face first so i am i commend you for doing that and and getting out of your comfort zone so how does skiing help you do that well so what i did to face that fear was take small steps nothing have to has to happen quickly exactly exactly and that's what they encouraged me to sometimes you can't you don't believe you're ever going to get up there on that lift and ski on your own Exactly. But maybe you can believe that you can put the skis on and maybe you can believe that you can just, just wear the boots and walk outside in the boots. And it's all these little steps. And okay, maybe if they push you, maybe you can ski on a, a, a more flat surface and things like that. All of that is ways to take small steps. Exactly. And see, I like that. Small steps. Like you said, you don't have to rush it. You don't have to rush it at all. And I love that. I love that. Yeah, and sometimes a small step is just making a phone call and asking these people questions. That exactly. was a step. Maybe some people would say that's a big step. So, and that's the other interesting thing about facing fears and overcoming challenges is that one person's big step might be another person's small step and vice versa. Exactly, 
Exactly. Exactly. Now, are there any other sports that you would like to try? I don't know. One of my friends was talking about this indoor skydiving thing. Oh. I don't know anything about it. I would have to find out if, if that would be for me. Exactly. It sounds kind of fun, though. Yeah, and I, once again, as a sighted person, I don't know if I would try that either. <laughs> I don't know if I would try that either because I'm terrified of heights. But I actually was on vacation last week and I did a helicopter ride and literally almost passed out because every time we get over the ocean, they, they, they take you out, like you'll go around the town and then you, they take you out literally over the ocean. So the fear that, okay, it'll be my luck, those helicopters will just drop out of the sky right now, you know? Mm. So I, I know skydiving, skiing, these are things I may try as I get older, but not right now. So I commend you for doing all of it. I mean, to me, that is just awesome per se, not, not even because you're blind, but I commend anybody who wants to jump out of plane or anybody who wants to do some skiing, y'all have my, my accolades because my nerves are totally bad. Now, what's the hardest part about being blind and how does that affect your business? So I could give you a list of inconveniences, major, minor. I can't drive. I can't read signs. So I have to always ask people questions, things like that. Yeah. But the reality of it is that even above all of that, the hardest part about being blind is dealing with other people's expectations. Okay. So it's dealing with women like, that's amazing. Yeah. And, and dealing with that kind of stuff and just feeling disheartened. So I, I had a situation where, so for a few years, I was looking for a job the traditional way. Okay. And so, and I would come across these folks who... I, I would never know how much the blindness impacted my not getting hired or how much that was a thing. Sometimes they would tell me, they would say it in some kind of like, oh yeah, well, this software, we don't know if this software is going to work. Well, you don't want to try. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> seriously, can, like, you like, don't unless you try. Yeah, like we, we can try the software and you don't have to hire me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, we're not okay with that. You know, I mean, it's, that's weird to me. That, but I can, I can kind of see where people would be coming from. But basically, I felt like I feel like if you're applying for the, if you are actually trying to get hired, that means you can do the job. You know, like I don't know why you being blind would be like a problem. You understand what I'm saying? Like if I'm applying to this job, so what that I'm blind? Okay, but I'm applying because I know that I can actually do it. So you know, I think that's weird. It just seems to be hard for people to, like I said, there are so many people who don't even think blind people can type. Exactly. So when you look at, when you have to go from, oh my gosh, how do they type? I know one person who actually got asked, no joke, how are you going to go to the bathroom? What? <laughs> like you? Just like you. I mean, duh. I mean, I, and I'm one of those people who go to the bathroom in the dark. Like I shower in the dark. I do everything in the dark, number one and number two in the dark. All I have sometimes is my phone, but I like being, like I have a little nightlight, but I literally can go to the bathroom in the dark. So that's a stupid question. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, and if they're worried about you finding the restroom in what? a building, I mean, come on, you ask people along the way, you learn. And you, the other thing too, is that, that what maybe people don't know this too. The, the other way that you kind of learn a building is by doing the same route over and over again. Oh, sort yeah. of, sort exactly. of like how when you drive, you learn things as you go. And so 
you got landmarks and you kind exactly. of remember the turns that you made and you mm -hmm. kind of have, as time goes on, maybe you create a, a, a map in your mind of the, the building or the route that you're taking. So that way you'll remember where things are. And then, like you said, technology helps a lot as well now. You know, oh, yeah. so I, mean, yeah. I can I can imagine how it, the technology nowadays for you is, is, is amazing, you know, deal with technology as a sighted person. So I just can't believe somebody would ask you, how would you go to the bathroom? I mean, now, that's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> that would just irk my nerve, you know? <laughs> I would just, you think so nice, but I would say something like, you know, look, idiot, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's And that's the thing that sometimes that's the hardest part is, and sometimes I do get defensive and I do get kind of like irritated. I mean, one time I had somebody who I told him that I didn't need his help and he just would not listen. Oh my God. And I actually needed to make some business calls. So I needed to like end our conversation and have him walk away, <laughs> you know? And he was just like, cause I was waiting for the, and I didn't want him to wait and whatever. And he just, kept trying to help me a different way. And I'm like, you know, I, I think I, you know, <laughs> what's that? I'm like, I know you're probably thinking like, dude, back up, leave me alone. I don't need you. <laughs> well, so, so I'm, I'm basically like, you're, you're not respecting my wishes or something like that. You're not yeah. respecting your I, space. I, you can do this. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have a brother who's so, uh, who's so proud. He needs help, but he doesn't want to ask for it. I'm just like, I'm not your brother. <laughs> I know. There's some idiots out here. I'm telling you, it's some major idiots. Now, do you feel empowered when skinning or helping others in business? So, yeah. I, I, well, I definitely feel empowered having figured out how I can tell my stories and, and talk about that panic attack from a point of view of triumph, of this is something that I faced and this is something that I overcame. Exactly. And I feel empowered when I talk about skiing because like you said, it is something that actually is amazing to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I finally have something fun to say about my, my blindness. Exactly. I'm a blind skier. Suddenly, yes. a bit of a gimmicky phrase, but it is, it does serve a purpose. It does. I like that. A blind skier. That's what, you know, when I, when I was telling in my Facebook live, I was, when I was hyping you up and, and, and telling how amazing you are. And I think somebody commented, it was just like, she's blind and can ski. And I'm like, yeah, you know, like that is an amazing story. I do love that. I can care less about the fact that you're blind. I just like the fact that you're skiing and blind. <laughs> you know, I, I just really like that. Like I told you, I didn't even care that when you finally mentioned that you were blind, I didn't even cross my mind like, oh, what? Wait, huh? You know, I mean, it did, I didn't think I have second thoughts about it. But when you said a skier and I saw your videos, I'm like, okay, I love this chick already. You know? <laughs> so this is a, that is amazing to me. Now, tell us who inspires and emp who, who empowers you. You're rocking around empowering so many people. Who empowers you? Who are you inspired by? All the blind folks who've already been there, done that. Okay. My mentors, people who are out there facing fears and overcoming challenges, whatever they might be in their lives. Mm -hmm. I look to people like that for inspiration. And I also look at people who, who overcome things that I don't even understand how the heck they do it, that I don't know if I could do it. 
that's how, that's what I fit. That's, and like I said, you know, I would totally be, you know, I just, like I've never met like I've met several blind people. You know, I've met, but you know, most of them are so. You know, seem they seem embarrassed. You know, like oh well, I can't really do. You know, you know, I see a lot of them that were just embarrassed and didn't want to talk. But I love, love, love that you're like, hey, I want to do a podcast. You know, I want to do this interview with you. I want to talk about it. I love that about, I, I, and that empowers me. You know, like if she can do this and she has a disability, what in the hell is stopping any of us who don't have limitations? You understand what I'm saying? And the answer is that our fear our depression, our lack of hope, our past experiences, mm-hmm. all of this stuff goes into who we are, what we're able to accomplish. And that's why big steps, small steps are different for different people at different times in our lives. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and I think you kind of got into this, but how do you respond to negative reactions, you know, from people when people kind of, okay, you know, I think like you said, the guy, you know, was like, well, I got to help you. I got to help you. Or with the lady sounding kind of condescending and silly, but or with somebody asking the stupid question. I mean, kind of like, tell me, you know, I know that, does it make you just say to yourself, do you go back and think like, well, maybe I am not that fascinating. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do. does that make you, how does that make you feel? I do. I, I definitely do. And I, and I definitely go back and, or, or at, in the moment. And I've tried, I've, I've gotten used to it more. Okay. So I've gotten a little bit better about, if I have a smile on to keep it on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and say what I've told you about being amazing. And I'll actually tell people that sometimes, you know, talk about how sometimes when you think somebody's amazing, it's because you don't really understand them and how they do things. And so I, I want people to understand that it is possible. And I'm, and I get angry and sad and all of that when people don't understand because Sometimes I feel like it's on my shoulders and I just want to do, I just want to be a businesswoman. I just want to network and, and be out there a lot of times. And I don't want my blindness to come up over and over again, no matter what situation I'm in. But it's always the other, it's always them who, almost always, I would say, it's the other person who brings it up and starts asking questions. And yeah. I kind of have a, a mixed feeling about that because on the one hand I want to educate people I want people to understand and on the other hand I just wish they got it already I mean <laughs> and that's what I was just saying. I know you were saying like oh gosh I'm blind but I, that's not about my writing you know what I'm saying like yes. I, can, I, can, I can feel you with that part like you know even with this podcast you know I kind of felt like I told you I was like okay well let me ask you these questions and I was explaining to my group, I, was, I think I was explaining to my mentor, I was like, I don't really want to talk about her being blind per se, but this is the empowerment of it. Because yeah. I totally could care less. I don't want to know how you go to the bathroom. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are things I could Google, you know, because I think when I meet you or talk to you, I just want to talk about your writing. I want to talk about your business. So before we wrap up, Explain to people, now that we have gotten the blind stuff out of the way, <laughs> she is just freaking Krista. She's a writer. You tell people what you write about and how you help others in your PR business. Because I like that, that you bring out the stories in others, you know, and then I definitely probably would work with you because with, you know, being a mentor, you know, I have to always get myself out there as well and telling my story. So you tell the audience what you write about, you know, what your business consists of. 
So coaches, mentors, and creative folks are great referral sources for me. And I can sometimes refer to them too, because they come across these business people who are feeling overwhelmed, or a lot of experts are really excited about the prospect of getting out there, getting noticed, getting exposure. And they have so much to say because they're inventive, innovative, creative, and yet they're not quite sure how to share with their ideal audiences. So I work with people to help them transform their messaging because when they're expanding and rebranding, they don't want to leave business opportunities behind. Exactly. So I write blog posts, content for the web, press releases. These are all ways that I help people to get their message out there. And what's really important is when I ask them questions, find out more about them, who they are, their, their stories that maybe they haven't told. I like that. And see, with me being a mentor, coach, I definitely could use that, you know? And I wouldn't even second guess the fact that, okay, how is she blind? Because you don't need to see me to know my story. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, so it wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even rethink, like, oh, she can't tell my story because she's blind. Like, I think that's just so foolish. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love that about you. Now, I think you wanted to ask me a question before we wrap up. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, you've been telling your story, not only of your past, but also of your present and the challenges that that you deal with. How have you found the strength to do that? Well, you know, I have to, and those who listen to my podcast already know this, but after my last suicide attempt, Um, Because I do suffer from several disorders and mental illnesses. And for a long time, I suppressed it. So I didn't talk about it and didn't, you know, because especially in the black community, nobody wants to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's always, it's, you know, it's more like, okay, you know, you're a black strong woman. You don't need to talk about being depressed because you're a black strong woman. That is just a straight nonsense. Okay. I am not the super black strong woman because I do get weak at times. So once I started talking about my story, sharing my story, I started to find out that, hey, you know what? I'm empowering somebody with my message. There's going to be 10 people who, doesn't, who, do, who don't want to hear it. Then there's going to be 10 people that I'm going to help. And once I started telling my story and started taking my classes and getting certified to become a life coach, because I also see a therapist, because I don't think anything is wrong with seeing therapists. Absolutely. And I went to her and I was talking to her and talking to her. And I was like, okay, if I could talk to her and I'm paying this lady, I need to be getting paid to tell my story. <laughs> you know? Mm. And, and it used to hurt me. I, I used to cry. First of all, I used to couldn't even get through an entire story about my life without tearing up. Now I'm like, oh, I, now I just can talk your head off. Like that's why I started the podcast. I tell people, you know, I have been raped. You know, I had a son that was in prison. I tried to commit suicide several times. I have been through it all. And through it all, telling my story and sharing my experience with others helps me. It helps me because once I have, you, you wouldn't imagine the people that come to me and, and say to me, Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I don't, I don't you know, sometimes I, I think one time I mentioned I was in church and because I, I ended up joining the church and um, my son, who I raised perfectly, like literally nobody's perfect, but I thought I raised a perfect kid, you know, never got in trouble in school, never did anything in high school. You know, he was just an average kid, you know, got, a, you know, but uh-huh. 
goes into the military and then he goes to federal prison. Mm. So now I'm a mama of a prisoner. You know, yeah. that was a whole new thing for me. And so when my family, my mother and my sister and his dad and, you know, people in my around were like, oh, we're not going to tell, you know, we're not going to yeah. say anything. And I'm like, why not? I told you about him when he was b-balling on that court and he was doing so awesome. So I'm going to tell when he do bad. Because now my story will help another mom who's embarrassed. And, and, and I, for a long time, I thought I did something wrong as a parent. You know, I, I was beating myself up. But when I started telling my story, you know, and I, and I mentioned that story in my testimony in church one day. And when I went to go back to my seat, there was a lady sitting right next to me. Didn't even know it. Didn't even talk to her. She was new to the church. Well, after we got out of church and my, my pastor always say, go greet somebody. Well, she came to me and she said, thank you. I have three children that are in jail right now. And I was like, whoa, first off, you know, like, okay, I don't even know how you get through three of them, but (laughs) you know what I'm saying? But she was like, thank you. She said, because I'm a great mother. My kids made those mistakes. I didn't. And that's how I started to look at it. Cause my son is 23 years old right now. And when he, you know, of course I was at mom who worried I didn't sleep I didn't sleep none last year last year Mother's Day weekend I had I saw him in prison for the first time that's how I spent my weekend and this weekend wow. this, when I went on vacation and he was like well mom you're not gonna call me for what you're not in jail I don't want to talk to you anymore <laughs> you know like I'm, I'm, I'm free I'm good I, let's let this go so I tell my story because I never know who it's going to help and I have found the courage to do that. I'm not ashamed. And that's why my group, my Facebook group is called Unleashing Your Mask. It, it means taking that mask off. Stop pretending and hiding behind your, yourself. You know, that, 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 that shame, you know? And that's what I like about your story because you don't let being blind stop you like, hey, I'm scared. You know, I just happen to be blind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I love, 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 love that, you know? And that's why I wanted to talk to you. So, yeah, that, me telling my story, I have found the courage to just talk about it, and it helps me heal. Because I start to, every day I learn something new about myself. Every day I learn that it's not my fault what happened to me as a child. is no longer my fault, yes. you know, with my, my son. None of that is my fault. You know, I mean, yeah. I just happen to be in a bad situation each time. But guess what? It did not kill me. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it didn't kill me. You know, and they always say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And telling my story does that. That's exactly how I am able to tell my story. And You're that's why. today and you find strength in your story. I do every day, every day, every day that I talk about it. I, and you know, it's something I think one of my name, one of my mentees asked me, who in the world helps you? <laughs> you know, everybody's like, you're walking around helping everybody else, but who helps you? And I say, I have a mentor, you know, I have a pastor, you know, so I, and I read, I read my Bible a lot because that's what I do. And, you know, there are days that I'm like you, there are days I go back and say, oh, you know, am I that great? Or maybe I'm not, because that's because that's when the depression sinks in, you know. But, you know, I just pop one of my little pills. I'm like, okay, let's get this brain together. And then I keep it moving. <laughs> and right. I just keep it moving. 
Well, I want you, and I really enjoyed talking to you and having you on the podcast, and I can't wait for everybody else to hear interview as well. Uh, I wanted to encourage people. I'm having a free webinar coming up called Get Notice Now. And that's what I was going to ask you. Go ahead and tell people where they can find you. Plus, I'll, and then y'all know I'll have all of the links in podcast notes. But you tell people where they can find you on Facebook or any of your social media, and go ahead and tell them about the webinar. Yeah, so you can check out wisewordsthatmatter.com slash webinar in order to sign up if you want to find out how to transform your messaging and get an introduction of how does all this work. I love to do free interactive experiences for people because I, I love when people walk away with an aha moment. Cool. So I, and I also do wise words that matter on my Facebook page. I do a Facebook Live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. So if you visit Wise Words That Matter on Facebook, if you like and share, and you'll be able to check out tips on creativity, publicity, and getting yourself out there and uh, with a little inspiration mixed in. And, and, and that's wisewordsthatmatter.com. Uh-huh. And, is, and, that's, and is that your business? And, yeah, okay. my business is Wise Words That Matter because I'm a writer and I do PR for businesses. So that's how I came up with that name. I want to help you unleash your wise words that matter. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. And I'm looking at the website now, too. I really, really, really like this. Okay, so so y'all, y'all know that I love talking and getting my message out there. So I may have to use it. You know, I'm glad I did. We kind of like connected because I like getting, you know, some, I think like I'm also um, in a public speaking class as well because I okay. want to learn how to speak because you know how I can speak, but then I can't write it. Like yeah. I have a blog, but I can't write. Like I want to share it. Like I want to talk like I, but I can't write it because I, I write like I speak. That's it. I write like I speak. So I'm running on, no commas, no, no inspiration. <laughs> it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess. So yeah, I definitely need your services and as well as others. So as we are wrapping up, is there anything else you want to tell the audience before we conclude? Yeah, I'll just reiterate that it's all about taking small steps, whatever that means for you. And if whenever I've had no hope, I go out there and try to find somebody who has hope. Oh, yeah. And that, and that's because believe me, when you're at your lowest, you will also find someone that is going to, because I don't care where you go. I don't care if you're on Facebook. I don't care if you're in the grocery store. Once you, you, you can walk in someplace feeling just as hopeless and lonely and sad, but there's always going to be someone that's going to cheer you up. And it, it, and, in order to find, to not feel like that, that way, you, can, you can't go into a deep, dark hole, you know? I mean, you have to actually get yourself out of that. And, and if you find it hope in others, that is awesome, because that's how I do it. I find, I find hope in listening to your story. I find hope in listening to my mentor's story, because I, it's just amazing. Like, my mentor is HIV positive, and she goes through life every day normal. And I didn't find out this until, like, maybe a year two years after her just being my mentor and that if you know at first yeah you had that first shock initial shock then i'm like okay whatever but then i'm like if she can go through every single day knowing this and feeling you know so what's what's stopping me 
you know, from just living my dreams, period. You know what I'm saying? And that goes for you as being a blonde woman. Like, hey, you know, she's out here networking. So if you all, y'all know how I speak about your fears and your anxieties. And a lot of you all do want to do public speaking. A lot of you all do want to do blog posts. A lot of you all like want to, you know, boost up your uh, street creds, you know, social media, but you're too afraid to go out here and talk. But you know what? Listen to both of our stories because if we can do it, you all can do it as well. Okay. So, I thank you so much, Krista, for this interview. You guys already know where to find me at. Um, I am Olivia B. Shepard on Instagram. I am Olivia at Ashes to Beauty on Facebook. Y'all know that my blog is olivia-b-shepard.blog. Of course, my podcast, girlyourjourneystartshere.com, where you will find this amazing interview and others and I am looking forward to literally hyping this one because like I said this was you know I really wanted to talk to you but now that I've talked to you I'm, I'm kind of mad that now you're just like boring Krista <laughs> like, <laughs> like now you're just like now you're about to be my like you're going to be helping me so now you're just Krista you know like I'm over, I'm over the initial oh she's a blind skier I'm over the whole blind thing now you're just Krista so I like that <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again for being on my podcast. I can't wait to share this um, interview. And I look forward to working with you because I'm definitely going to do that because I, I definitely need that. And again, guys, she is, Are you, you are taking new clients, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So I am letting you all know she is looking for, she is looking to um, have new clients. And I have a lot of authors in my group. So I know that a lot of these authors can use your help as well. So, you know, and I would love to, the other thing too, is I, I write blog posts and content for people's websites and I'd love to get into the ghostwriting or co-authoring space. Oh, So I would love if there are any ghostwriters or co-authors out there or authors that have written for, for, especially if they've written for others or with others, I'd love to have some of them maybe contact me and so, so that I could, ask them pick their brain exactly well y'all heard her okay maybe we so, can collaborate on something okay well don't be upset when they bombard you like okay you know we heard you on olivia's podcast and they said this da, 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 da. so yep. i hope you get a whole bunch of you know engagement out of this and y'all don't and don't embarrass me by asking stupid blind questions okay people <laughs> do not embarrass me okay we have gotten over the whole blind thing let it go okay i am telling you all the world let it go she is just krista okay let it go so thank you again krista for gracing my podcast and i look forward to doing business with you um as for you all thank you all for tuning in to um another week interviews yeah i know i haven't done a a podcast alone for a while, but it's because I've been enjoying talking to and meeting so many different women that literally inspire me. You know, that's how we, that's how you do that. You know, when one woman is building herself, you know, you help other women build as well. And I'm all about that. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. I will drop this podcast, I guess, on Monday. So I usually do podcasts on Fridays, but I'm going to do this one. I'm going to drop this one on Monday so that it'll be, because I'm going to do two. I got two interviews back to back. So I want to actually have two 
exciting interviews coming out. So you all are getting double pleasure this week. So have a great rest of the week, people. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to submit any questions you have via email or DM on social media. She might just feature your answer on the show. Also, please leave a review and stay tuned for more episodes every Friday.